This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening and welcome to Pipe Bombs and Headlocks here on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. Tadeo Irirangi Onatangata o Manawatu for another Tuesday night. This is the voice of reason, Semi G, here in the NPR studio, and I am joined via internet magical magicalness by the CPW tag team champions. Well, 50% of them. Mr. Ray Gunn. Yep, yep. Mr. JK47. Hey, long time no see, Mr. G. Hey, representing the gun cabinet, we are here to talk all things wrestling, and uh, we are fresh off of a CPW event over the weekend, Wellington High School. Yeah, I got to love being at Wellington High School. It was cool. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was an amazing venue um, with a lot of um, history in New Zealand professional wrestling. Um, so, yeah, no, it was, it was cool to be running there, and um, I don't think that it's the last time we'll go back to that place. Good. From a tech nerdery perspective, I also quite enjoyed that venue, so I will happily go back there. Uh, but yes. Yeah. Uh, Should we jump straight into it, Sammy? Yeah. Because it's such an epic show. Um, we had a little bit of bad news concerning the um the CBW Heavyweight Championship. Yes. Um. <clears throat> the champion James Shaw, unfortunately, um, legitimately um, has a foot injury and maybe out for a period of time. Um, had to vacate the title. Yep. So what? You know, he was supposed to be in a triple threat, triple threat match against you know the Alpha League, Charlie Roberts, and some loser from Redacted. But you know, um, we won't go there. Um, but no, you, you showed blatant favoritism to redact it again. And, and what did you do? What did you do, Sammy G? I did what any sensible general manager would do. Yes. Carry on. What was that? Sorry. Nothing, nothing. James Shaw relinquishes title. We had the belt in our possession. You put the belt on the line. The people came to see a championship match, so I gave them a championship match. Yep. But what happened? Technically, technically, all you did was increase the odds of, well, he or she not be named to win the title. So, again... Latent favoritism on part of redacted, unprofessional. I'm calling it right now. Science. Oh. I am. What do you have to say for yourself? Is there any? What What can you say? You know. And just remember, there's there's two of us. There's me and Ray. You know, against little old you. So you know. What have you got to say about that? Let's also Big remember fella? that this guy has been claiming that I've been giving the gun cabinet favoritism. 
and the fact that we do a radio show every week. Smoke and mirrors, buddy. Smoke and mirrors. You you just you know keeping keeping us close so you can look after your friends and redact it. Perhaps you could say that for once, just one goddamn single time in his entire fat frog life. That sack of toenail clipping Sammy G actually did his goddamn job and made the match happen. Just because James Shaw got hurt doesn't mean that that match should not have happened. James Shaw did the hard thing out of all of us. Vacating that title because he was injured, no doubt. Hardest thing ever. Not that I've ever had to vacate a title. Sammy G did the one thing that he could do, especially after a phone call from DR and how. And he made that match a singles match between myself, the behemoth of New Zealand professional wrestling, Bryant's, and the alpha elite Charlie Roberts. And as you rightly said at the top, sorry, what was your name, Baldy? What was your name again, Baldy? Sorry. Ah, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's a lot of history at Wellington High School. Wellington High School, nine years ago tomorrow. Nine years ago Tomorrow, the new behemoth of New Zealand professional wrestling debuted. Nine years ago, I walked into Wellington High School as the enforcer for Rodeo Drive. Nine years ago, I walked into that building and Charlie Roberts said to me, you know what, I've got this. I watched him lose a rumble match in that building. I watched him lose tag team titles in that building. And you know what else I watched him do? I watched him lose his opportunity to hold the CPW Heavyweight Championship because that sucker has been redacted again. Hi, Brian. Stallion of Sex Liz Raygun here. Big fan. <laughs> Just going to try and segue that. <laughs> Hello, Raymond Gunn. Um, have you cleared up those sexual harassment charges that Ms. Dewey laid against you? Or are you still, is that still pending? Pending, pending, pending. pending. I see. Yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> um, is, is, is the bald fella going to speak or is he just going to sit there half naked looking disprovingly uh, at his camera? Yeah, I was about to say help. I'm, 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 I'm just shocked. Um, here I... You know, we, we come on here to do a civil, civilised discussion Is that what um, about professional wrestling. Not, and, not, um, not your weekly circle um, jerk of each other. I mean... I, I do not know what goes on I, behind closed doors and redacted. Um, but, you know, that's not we, what we do here on Pipe Bombs and Headlocks. Um, but, you know, the fact that you've invaded our our personal space, our radio show... Um, when Sammy G has the complete control of this uh, situation, um, I'm finding quite disturbing. Um, Sammy G has but, complete yeah. control of this situation right up until he gets served with papers that says otherwise. 
again, what is on these mythical bits of paper that keep floating around? Redactor seems to have a lot of them. It's a whole bunch of big words like it and then and because. Words you wouldn't understand. Well, while we've got you here, I will say congratulations on the title win. Thank you. Finally, some civilized conversation. I I, I can be courteous when need be. I, 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 I... I will honestly say I'm glad you were pointed in a different direction at the moment. So I'm very happy. (laughs) You're welcome. I'm a reasonable man. He's just being nice because he's beaten you. Well, I'll tell you what, if Raydan wants to, to, if either, I'll tell you what, I'll take both of you. Oh, that sounds like a challenge, but we've got... We've got better for a fish to fry. We've already How got our opponent, next opponents lined up. CPW management themselves talk about how the CPW Heavyweight Championship is the prize, the absolute prize in capital pro wrestling. You go back, you look at all of the literature that CPW management have produced around that title. It tells you that it is the most prestigious title in capital pro wrestling not the legacy cup which is seen as a stepping stone to titles not the cpw tag team titles but the cpw heavyweight championship which is currently mine so sit down and shut up i would also like to point out that the wwf title used to be really really prestigious when bret hart had it and some guy used to be called Vinny Vegas got it. It's maybe we are seeing history repeating itself in CPW. What, that big men dominate over smaller men? Well, not saying that at all. I'm just saying we'll see how much of a drawing champion you really are. Mm. Mm. Because like I have said before, you are a great in-ring competitor, and you have had a lot of things go your way. But you have a rather large back, and on that back is a rather large target. And for nine years, nine years, I have had that target on my back, regardless of whether I have been carrying a title or not, because of my size, because of the positions I have found myself in. I have always always had a target on my back. I am used to having to watch my back. My head is always on a swivel. Part of the reason, like I said to Charlie Roberts, one of the biggest lessons I learned in Rodeo Drive, safety in numbers. Am I aware of the fact that William Cutting would give anything for another crack at Goldie? Yes, perfectly aware of the fact that William Cutting would love to have another crack at Goldie. Will he take that opportunity while I hold Goldie? I don't know. If he does, I'll fight him. I mean, but the thing is... You fought each other. It didn't <clears throat> last very long. It's all part of a plan at that point. Plans have changed. So you see, the thing, making general manager notes in the background. You see, the thing is, man, is, is like I said, I have travelled up and down this country. I have wrestled for pretty much every major promotion in this country in the nine years I have been a wrestler. Yeah? 
in that time, I have taken on anybody that has been put in front of me and win, lose, or draw. Whoever it is that has stepped in the ring with me, I've made famous. Look at you two morons. You think you got where you were by yourselves? No. Look at you. How long ago did you beat me, Reagan? June. June. May. 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 And you're still banging on about it like it happened yesterday. Why? Because you recognize the worth of having beaten somebody, the stature of Bryant. And what about you, Baldy? When, when did you beat me? Last year. Oh. Last yes. year. And here you are still dining out on it. That sack of toenail is- clippings, Michael Green, every time he makes a post, he makes a point of pointing out who of his wrestlers have beaten me. Why? Because that counts for people. I make uh, look, people famous, and you cannot doubt that. I can, I'm, look, I'm not going to disagree with that, because, like, say you've been around nine years. Now, you may not know this about me because you've never bothered to ask, and, frankly, I, I've never bothered to tell you, but I know a lot about New Zealand professional wrestling. So I am well aware this is title number nine for you. But I'm also well aware means you've been beaten for titles eight times. How many Just titles saying. have you held? One, but I've only ever lost the title once because mm. I've still got my other one. And all that tells me is that you're not on my level anymore. You're not caliber. You're not big enough. You don't have enough of a caliber to step into the ring with me because you're not involved in championship matches. I am. That tells me that I am a more consistent performer than you. The fact that you're still dining out on the fact that you beat me a year ago tells me something about you and your career. It's not a positive thing. I will argue a point that you made in saying that they weren't in championship matches because they are the tag team champions. So they are in championship matches. And Skippy. Yeah. Just not... Well, Reagan. Reagan is in single. Well, they're not challenging. They're not challenging titles. They're defending titles. There is a difference between challenging and defending. And if anybody's seen me wrestle, everybody reckons it's challenging. That is the most truthful thing you have said all evening. Well, it's always the thing. It's been around for ages. Defending the title, holding on to the title, whatever the title. It's always harder than winning it or going for a title to begin with. You've got to keep it. <clears throat> Anyone can be the man for a moment. Being the man for a long period of time takes work. Yeah, no, um, and I, I will be. I will be honest, and I've said this before on this very podcast that yeah, Brian has a exceptional track record, and on Saturday he bet legitimately probably New Zealand's best wrestler in a wrestling match, and he's you know he he did actually win. Via submission, which is impressive in itself. He did actually win while the other members of Redacted were not at ringside. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's got some valid points. But 
sometimes cockiness takes you a long way. Sometimes cockiness makes you fall a long way too. So I'm just excited to see what's coming up because, yeah. It's, I'm um, curious to see what's coming be up interesting. as well. Yeah. So, yeah. But in saying that, yeah, it is, you know, we probably do an introduction now and tell everybody that Brian's on the show. Um, it is nice to have a CBW champion on the show. So, um, Almost yeah. got the whole band. Can we get a Luke Star up in here as well quickly? Then we got the whole band. Yeah. Yeah. The king and, well, his, the ki- I would, the king and his minions. I would I would certainly say that Brian needs to be championship edition, but whatever. Well, Luke Star is another one that Brian has to keep an eye on because well he is now the Legacy Cup mm-hmm. holder, right? He now has the potential to challenge for that CPW title. Absolutely. Or hey, the tag team titles anytime they want. If he's smart. Yeah. You know, and, and and so that's somebody that, yeah, Bryant will have to take into, you know, have to put on the list of, of potential people that are going to take on that target. So, Bryant, the question I have to ask you, mm. have you seen much of Luke Star's match, matches? And what do you think of the kid? Well, <clears throat> in the same way that Ray Gunn, when you debuted, I kept an eye on you, and in the same way that when... Ryan Zero debuted. I kept an eye on him. I keep an eye on all of the young up and comers, not just in CPW, but in, in companies across all of New Zealand. Because to do otherwise is to set yourself up for failure. Now, <clears throat> have I been paying so attention? So, what you're saying is you like to watch. Is that correct? No. I said I like to study and do my homework. There's a difference. What you do with Pornhub, that's watch. What I do with new wrestlers is study. Now. Okay. I, yep. No, I, <clears throat> in terms of uh, young Luke Star, yes, absolutely. He is a high flyer. He is an exciting performer to watch. The crowd seems to love him. Um <clears throat> His matches with Shadow Ninja have been absolutely fantastic. You know, um, I think that those matches have been the making of him. I will be curious to see how him and uh, Yates, or Star Yates, as I believe they're referring to themselves these days, um, how they can hang as a tag team uh, because they would be one of the teams that I would back to take the tag titles off you Muppets. Well, funny you mention that because I sort of felt the urge after our match to um, actually challenge him to a match at the next show. So, yeah, I guess we're going to be watching that closely as well. Mm. Like super close because in theory you're in the ring with them. Yes, and because I'm a superhero, so super is probably an appropriate adjective. Yeah, thank you. But no, um, I, I would agree with that. Um, Luke Star is phenomenal, and yeah, his impressive win over Shadow Ninja. Um, mm. I've always yeah, said that we Luke all Star know. is what Reagan would have been if he got into wrestling way sooner. 
That's just because he steals my moves. Ducky. No, but that's why I have an eye on Luke Star because. Ducky, come here. Yeah, he is. Professional like, jealousy? Yeah, professional jealousy, to be honest. I'll admit it. <laughs> I'm a reasonable guy. <laughs> I genuinely look at Luke Star as a holy crap. This guy, his swanton bomb's better than my swanton bomb. His Uranagi's better than my Uranagi. Like, he does big dives better than I do big dives. Yeah, he's a guy that. And you've both held the legacy he's cup. What I see myself if I had started back when I was in my early twenties instead of my early thirties. So then, so now, now Raymond, you've admitted that you are feeling inferior. Let me oh, give so you a little. Let, let, me, go, let, me, let me be. Let me be cautious. your life coach for just a hot minute here, yeah? Because I'm a better life coach than either of the any of the muppets that you normally hang out with. When we experience feelings of inferiority, we have two choices. Yeah, we can either dwell in those feelings of inferiority and go, I will never be as good as, in your case, Luke Starr. Yeah, that's what you're sitting there thinking to yourself. I will never be as good as Luke Starr, who's probably sitting there thinking to himself, I will never be as good as Bryant, but that's a whole other story. <coughs> what you can do, Ray Gunn, Mr. <laughs> Raymond Gunn, sir, is you can take those feelings of inferiority that you are currently feeling and you can use them to elevate you. You can use them to go, okay, I'm not as good as Luke Starr yet, but I can be. I can be. Aspire to be as good as him, the rookie who's only been no, doing it for a no, whole minute. No, but you're on the right track and then I do absolutely view it as a challenge. I don't look at it as a defeat. I haven't gotten to where I am at the moment by looking at things like a defeat. I, I look at it as a challenge to strive towards. I've got to make sure that when, when not if, because it'll inevitably happen when I'm in the ring with a loop star, that I, I got to prove a point. I've got a point to prove to myself as much as anybody else. Yeah, and that is called motivation. You're welcome. Yeah. I have given you motivation. I have blessed <laughs> you with motivation, Raymond. Say thanks, champ. Thanks, champ. I'll give you that one. I'll give You're you that welcome. one. You're welcome. You're <laughs> welcome. Uh, who else have I been keeping an eye on? Like I said, I have been keeping an eye. What the hell was Tane Tukaha doing? Sorry, Tane Plastic Moldy, whatever he's calling himself these days. <clears throat> who knows? It was yeah, a that different was, that... side of him that came out. I've been in the ring with him a few times now, and there was certainly a different side of him that came out in that match. Mm. It just... You know, as as much as I understand the concept of taking your opportunities and trying to get ahead, surely, surely teaming up with the likes of church and state, I struggle to see that as a step up. I mean, coming to Redacted, sure, maybe. Maybe that's I a mean, step up. Well, we were talking about inferiority complexes earlier. Maybe that was a little bit from, uh, a little bit from Tane. Maybe he saw the successes that Devante Yates and Luke Starr had that he brought into the that he brought them into CPW to have his back and then he sees them going off and having all these successes. Maybe maybe that inferiority got to him a little bit. That professional jealousy. Decided needing to make a change. You're right, Church and State is not ideal. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I could I could see it. He hasn't exactly had the best year or so. Hmm. No, well, that's the thing with factions. 
and that's what makes him different than the brother that is the gun cabinet, is eventually factions break down because new people come in, people want to elevate their position. Where the gun cabinet, we're just boys. We're just having fun. Serious wrestlers, but having fun. We're on one. Still trying to fool people with that tagline. Serious fun. You really trying to fool people with that tagline? Seriously? It's been working. Lord, they are still tag team champions. We are. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, members of church and state like Tane Tuga has just come in there, but they that came at a cost. You know, there was a member called uh, Bailey the Bellsman Sanders. Mm. I'm aware of from him. what I be, from what I believe is um no longer a member of church and state. Um, judging by the reaction he got from the rest of church and state um after the match. Um, he was sort of kicked out a bit, I think. Um, that's what happens in, in factions and stuff like that, you know. Mm, it's, dare I, I mean, say you look the at only it, you... one that dare I say the only one that that doesn't really seem to be a model for is Redacted. Redacted seems to be they have had previous members but they've always seemed to have parted ways in animal ways. They seem to be on the same page. Yeah. But you see, here's the difference. Here's the difference. Mm. Church and state is like a political career. Church and state is like a political party. They exist for the betterment of two people. Sir, Mr. Burns. James Shaw. And James Shaw. Everything else that happens around church and state is for the betterment of those two. Much like the National Party, where all of them exist to support whatever their flavor of the month leader is at this point in time. I don't know. They change leadership more often than you change your pants, Sammy G. Um, Actually, I suppose that's probably not that often. Anyway, so that's why they exist. That's why... They've got the divine hired muscle tomorrow. That's why. Hang on a they've... second. But here's some. You just mentioned the divine hired muscle. I did. This is a guy that has, over the last few months, gone through some pretty impressive names. Mm. And you see Taylor how Adams, K Nine, Chalky Murdoch at this last show. And you see how he's he building himself always... a nice little path going. And you see how he is always at his most vicious best. When he's handled by Bruno Becker. When mm-hmm. he's around James Shaw, it's like he's wearing chains. It's like there's something that's holding him back. And that's James Shaw. James Shaw holds him back because he's afraid of what would happen if he was to unleash Tim Warren. But when Tim Warren is with Bruno Becker, that is the truest form of Tim Warren. That is the form of Tim Warren that when the time comes and he can get out from underneath whatever it is that's keeping him in church and state, that is the Tim Warren that I want to come for me. That is the Tim Warren that I want to meet in the middle of a CPW ring and submit. 
The difference between church and state and redacted is this. I've said it before and I will say it again. Redacted was built on opportunity. Rowan Davis, the former Lance Havoc, took his opportunities with redacted. And then as a result of the opportunities that he created for himself, he's moved on to go and be a member of the Fale Dojo. If you've been paying attention, uh, you know that he's on the Tamashi, 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 show that's uh, happening down in Christchurch, mixing it up, rubbing shoulders with members of New Japan Professional Wrestling. That is his opportunity that he has taken for himself, that he has created for himself by his hard work. That is what Redacted is about. William Cutting, what was he doing? Being wasted, pandering to the morons of the CPW crowd, the idiots that he used to entertain up in Tauranga Moana for PWE. Now look at him, fully realized in his final form. He is out there having so much fun, getting title opportunities, big matches. Does he always follow through and get the job done? No, but you could say that about any of us. He is taking all of the opportunities that have been presented to him. Lily Faye was the same, took all of the opportunities that were presented to her, and I guess it's just down to you, Sammy G, and CPW management to start making some opportunities for disgrace. That's the difference. I'm not here with Redacted to keep a lid on them. I am not here with Redacted to control them or have them do my work for me. I am here to work with them and help elevate them. That's all. Uh, we need to go to a quick break here on Pipe Bombs and Headlocks, uh, but stay tuned. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Welcome back to Pipe Bombs and Headlocks here on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. Today, Ererangi, Onatangata, O Manawatu, for another Tuesday night. This is still the voice of reason, Sammy G, still here in the NPR studio. Uh, and I am still joined via internet magical magicalness by uh, Mr. JK47 and Mr. Ray Gunn of the Gun Cabinet. Piao, piao. Uh, piao, piao. Nice, good save. Uh, and we are also joined by the new CPW heavyweight champion, representing Redacted, Bryant. That's the introduction you give me. That's the introduction you give me. You're here. Thank you for joining us. Mm. You realize my lawyer will listen to this, and if there's anything that she takes issue with, you'll hear about that. You know that, right? I, to the best of my knowledge, have not said anything defamatory about Brian. Well, you'll see. You'll find out. You'll find out. You'll either be getting a series of emails tomorrow morning or you won't. Either way, it'll be in a secret better paper that nobody will know what the hell's on it. So, you know. Sammy knows what was on it. Sammy knows what was on that piece of paper. Disclosure. That's all I'm asking for. Disclosure. But Area 51 all over again. It doesn't surprise me that you're one of the tinfoil hat conspiracists 
who believe that Area 51 is more than it is. It is just a space that has been used by the American military to develop technology that we haven't seen yet. That's it. Nothing sinister, no aliens, no greys, nothing like that. It is just for research and development. That's it. That is exactly all it is. Besides, Anything else? Everyone knows that they keep the aliens in Area 52. Are you done? <laughs> I just want someone to explain Velcro to me. How the hell did they come up with that? Are you if familiar? It wasn't alien technology. There are certain seeds and plants in the world that attach themselves to either animals or humans via hooks. And some person way smarter than you, actually that's not that hard, some incredibly intelligent human being noticed the way that these certain seeds would hook into the, into the plants and go with them or hook onto the animals and travel with them. They then sought to emulate that artificially, and that is the truth of how Velcro was invented. And also how they came up with the connectors on the brazier. What do you know about no, that was... what do you know about bras, Sammy G? No woman wants to touch you. I study. Please no one you're gonna have to pay. <laughs> they don't call him tripod for nothing, big fella. Ah, you may be the behemoth of New Zealand professional wrestling, but Sammy G is the behemoth of Tinder. Yeah, we're not going there. Uh, Phil, grow minutes, up. 38 minutes. Grow up. Honestly, you pull down the tone of the conversation when you go to places like that. It's disgusting. I never thought I'd say this, but thank you, Bryant. <laughs> uh, so before the break, again, we were... favoritism. <laughs> Carry on. I have I no idea what's going on. So ne- never do I, man. Right? You know, this was supposed to be my safe spot. You know, I got kidnapped and held for God knows how long. I can't even. Really you signed a non-disclosure agreement oh, no, about what happened. To you. About that? <clears throat> I and know and non-disclosure agreements are all yeah completely binding. I know. Sorry, can't talk about it. Yeah, which is why I also cannot discuss the legal documents <laughs> from DR and how. Non-disclosure ag- agreements, boys. Learn to love them. Uh, so, as I was attempting to say, before the break, we were discussing uh, CPW's trick-or-treat event, live mm. from Wellington High School. Uh, mm. Wow, did you go off the rails, like, immediately? We're just getting... N- never mind, sorry, go on. You just got back on top. I'm going to throw you off again. Never mind. Continue, continue. Uh, as, a, as a quick recap... Uh, from the start of the show, we had uh, Devonta Yates defeated Liam Erickson. Luke Starr defeated Shadow Ninja to become the new Legacy of New Zealand Professional Wrestling Cup champion. Uh, and we also had the returning Jimmy Fox defeat ah, Harry so, so he can show up for a match where, the, where it's just him... Loudmouth versus Loudmouth because it was him and uh, Harry Williams. He can show up when it's Loudmouth versus Loudmouth, but when his bro actually needed him, when his bro was actually 
counting on him because he had prolapsed his anus. He couldn't show up to defend the CPW tag team titles and they lost them. But he can show up for a nothing match with a nothing like Harry Williams. You know, I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna do the unthinkable inside with Brian here. There's no love lost between me and Jimmy Fox. I'm pretty sure I've lost to Jimmy Fox four times, five times now. So like yeah, 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 what's up with that? Do you know about that, Sammy? What's your yeah. plans there? Why but, why is this man allowed to just show up when it's convenient? Wouldn't but wouldn't you guys show up if you got a chance to beat up Harry Williams? That goes without saying. Yes, I think yeah. I, I, I think on the same page on that one. Like, I think a thirteen-year-old girl would show up for the opportunity to beat up Harry Williams. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yes, yeah, I would agree. As as we but that say. that doesn't explain his absence. That doesn't explain why he left Daniel Martin's high and dry when it counted the most. You know, that is a story oh, I, that I'm going to let him tell in time when when he's ready to talk about it the important mm-hmm. thing is is that he reached out to cpw management uh and especially after harry was running his mouth about the cpw roster jimmy saw that as an opportunity he stepped up came back picked up the victory and so you glossed over the fact that old um old everybody's favorite cosplay viking was beaten by Devante yates I mentioned it. As you didn't go into any recap. detail. You didn't go into any detail. You completely glossed over the fact that a former CPW champion. Heavyweight champion. Well, heavyweight champion. And legacy cup holder. And legacy cup holder. Lost to Devante Yates. Yeah, it's got to be upset of the night, right? Yeah, easily. Easily. Hmm. But What's next just, for those it just, two? It just goes to show, though, that you know anyone can win on any given night. Especially maybe if... maybe Liam Erickson, maybe Liam Erickson was going in there a bit, bit overconfident, a bit bit cocky because he'd beaten them twice before their last two meetings. You know, mm. and maybe maybe he didn't take Yates as seriously as he probably should, and and maybe Yates trained that a little bit harder. Had that little bit more of a determination. Um, now, if you go back to the promo that was released with um, the Stay Eight Boys, um, Luke Starr predicted that he was going to win the Legacy Cup, and if he did win the Legacy Cup, and Devante Yates could beat the Viking, he was going to get a title shot at the Legacy Cup, the first defense. So maybe that was a bit of motivation for him. But um, mm. yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes that's all it takes, right? It's just a little bit of motivation. Hmm. Yep. Just uh, gold does wonderful things to people, and and can bring out the best in you, can bring out the worst. But you wouldn't know you've only held silver. Uh, if you remember rightly, the aftershock title was gold. Oh, don't get me started on the Aftershock title. And I, I know. Don't get me started on the Aftershock title. Well, funnily enough, uh, that that was the next match that I was going to get to. It wasn't a match. <laughs> that was just a coincidental segue right there. That is not a match. That 
was not a wrestling match. I will acknowledge deathmatch wrestling as wrestling ahead of what that abortion was. That was it was entertainment at its best. We are referring to the you know, the Halloween, Halloween street fight. Yeah, it was open challenge. Um, Omelet, the current unified championship wrestling aftershock heavyweight champion, put the call out there and, and said anybody wanted to face him for his title, um, his first ever defense of that title. Um, and hey, it's the circus of tragedy. It's Halloween. Yeah, they they got to do some hijinks and they got to have some fun. So it was a street fight. And um, well, they were they were. I would say Omelette was challenged by none other than Trip Hazard, who, um, you know, because uh, Omelette Look, had jitters on his side, so they brought out Minor Hazard as well. Um, everybody and, and, in yeah, Wellington I'd, Wrestlers, everybody in Wellington Wrestling acknowledges the first family of Wellington Wrestling, the Hazard family, right? Yeah. But come on, man. Come on. That was just... There was, there was some brutal say, shots with pitchforks. It was. Um, next thing you know, you, you'll be telling me that the extreme the, slapping. The, next thing you know, you'll be telling me that the tinsels, tinsel ladders. Sorry, tinsels lights and canes match is a legitimate wrestling match as well. It is. You are. They've got a pay per view named after it in the WWE, mate. Have you ever heard of TLC? That's how. That is how famous that match is, and it is a a. Um, how many concussions is it? It's a part had? of Tristan. Oh, it is a none Christmas that I remember. CPW. Yeah. So much so that yeah. we're getting another one. How many we concussions are. have you had? I will say, I will say, to take it back to this, uh, this Aftershock title match for a moment there, it's good to see that um, Trip has has gotten healthy, you know? Like over the last couple of years, he's changed. Body oh, his weight's and... fluctuated up and down. He's gone from being muscular one show to being flabby the next to being scrawny the next. He's tall and short. Like, it's good to see that, like, at least over the last few months, has sort of, I don't know, he's found he, he's found the body type that works best for him, I guess. I don't know, man. I've, I remember seeing one Trip Hazard match where he looked jacked. He looked super jacked. Yeah, but he wasn't able to maintain it, though. That's it. He seems to have found that healthy middle weight ground. body type that he can maintain. Yeah, yeah middle ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. Healthy middle ground, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, it's not a visual medium. I implied that Trip Hazard was fat, <laughs> so that we're clear. <laughs> okay, let's move right along to the best part of the first half, Intermission. Well, that's its own standalone thing, but yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, yes. Intermission's always over. Yeah. Uh, then first match of the second half of CPW's Trick or Treats, uh, we had. You'll like this one, Brian. William Cunning of Redacted going one on one with Taylor Adams. What a fantastic opportunity for William Cutting to have a match with one of the absolute best that New Zealand has ever produced. What an opportunity for him to step foot in the ring with someone who has trained in the Kai and Tai Dojo in Japan, 
someone who has been a journeyman of Japanese wrestling for the thick end of two years, someone who, since he has come back to New Zealand, has made some massive ground, cut a swathe through New Zealand professional wrestlers, left, right, and centre, one of the unsung, unacknowledged gentlemen of New Zealand professional wrestling, and one of the best performers in that ring, Taylor Adams. Did William Cutting come through on the night? No. But if you put them in the ring again, one-on-one, I guarantee you it would be a different story because William Cutting is an intelligent man and he learns from his mistakes to make sure that if he is ever offered the opportunity again, that he would take it and grasp it and hold it. Uh, Then we had uh, Tim Warren, the divine hired muscle, going one-on-one with Chalky Murdoch. Now, for those of you that don't know Chalky Murdoch, let me paint a picture for you of one of the stalwarts of South Island professional wrestling. The guy is almost as big as me, if not maybe a little bit bigger. Part of the Southern Wrecking Crew who absolutely dominated and decimated Aftershock Pro Wrestling, Unified Pro Wrestling, Unified Wrestling down there in Christchurch. He has been showing up in Southern Pro Wrestling. Uh, He has been cutting a sway through Valiant Pro Wrestling. I think he may have even poked his nose in a time or two for Maniacs and IPW. The man is a legitimate man mountain, but he got cut down by the divine hired muscle Tim Warren. I think we lost it. Oh, no, he's still there. I thought we lost it right there for a moment. No, I just stopped because I, I said everything I wanted to say. Yeah, and it was the segue. <laughs> that was the segue. None of us picked up on it, though. <laughs> No, Bryant talks, I tune out. Sorry. Uh, that brings us to our CPW tag team title match. Moving right along. No one cares about that. Woo, we won again. Woo, yeah. woo. We did, mate. We, 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 we just, oh, hey, I say we. I, I just had the privilege of standing at ringside with, you know, just as sharp. You won coordinating the offense. You won against a team divided. You won against a team that was not a team because at no point has the Bailman and Tane Tukaha tagged together. Of course there was miscommunication. Of course there were issues. I think it might have been a little bit premature for them to have done what they did at the end of the match in beating up Bailey Saunders. But hey Opportunity knocks from time to time. We'll see what happens. Mm, no, no, no. It was. Um, I I had a different take on the match. I thought the gun cabinet showed great cohesion. Um, I think the gun cabinet Against finally the had that team. win. Doesn't matter. It's a team. They they went against the. You know they were challenged. They faced those challenges head on. They defeated those challenges. And, you know, some may say that previous gun cabinet matches have been won by flukes, um, you know, um, or, or 
just by pure luck. This one here was, they worked as a team and they picked up the win. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, yes, you, you, have, you are right in what you say, but lessons were learned from, our, um, from the gun cabinet and, and hey, on, onwards and upwards, you know. Still tag champs. Woo! Woo! Oh, yeah. Uh, and in two minutes, we now have to try and summarize the main event of the evening for the recently relinquished CPW Heavyweight Championship, the Alphalete Bryant. Ooh, 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 there we go. I've just merged them all together now. Instead of forgetting Charlie Roberts' name. Danny G and is screwing up Charlie Roberts' name. Yeah, name yet again. Yep. He does this every time. Charles will not forgive you for that. Mm. No. Yeah. But yes, no, the Alpha Elite versus Charlie Roberts versus the Behemoth of New Zealand professional, professional Wrestling. Brand. Right. And who won now, that match, Sammy G? Bryant did. Mm. How did I win it, Sammy G? Via submission. Damn straight. Who's the new CPW heavyweight champion, Sammy G? Bryant. Mm. And that is all that needs to be said about that match. And Sammy G, who did the gun cabinet pin to get the tag team titles? <coughs> Bryant. <coughs> you see, Just it's saying. back to the same point. It's back to the same point. I made you relevant. That's what it comes down to. No, Here you are. You, you just made me bounce later, off a ladder. Months later, months later, dining out on the fact that you beat me. You're welcome. I made you important. I made you relevant. I made you more than dung on the bottom of somebody else's boot heel. You are welcome. Well, uh, I guess that, that's that then. On that delightful note, uh, if you are wanting to get in contact with us, you can do so via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at PBNH Show. Uh, if you'd like to catch up on any episodes that you've missed, you can catch them at npr.nz forward slash show forward slash PBNH Show. Uh, we are also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you're listening on Triple Nine AM, stay tuned for the Wrestling Roundup with Grady and Josh. Shoutouts to them. Uh, also, shout-outs to uh, Wrestle Cafe, who are back on Radio Southland. Uh, yeah, Richie! Sorry, Karen. Uh, massive thank you to New Zealand On Air for letting us do what we do. Uh, and thank you to Ray, Jay, and Bryant for joining me here this evening on Pipe Bombs and Headlocks. You can catch a replay of this episode Saturday night from 9 p.m. Uh, otherwise, join us next week from 10 p.m. here on Pipe Bombs and Headlocks. Yep, yeah, We better be the only ones on next week. Yep, yeah. See ya! If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. 
For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.